Hey y'all, welcome back to Hopeful and Wholesome. So this week I am putting out to you my four-part wellness workshop, this series that I did all this month called Back to School, Back to Health. And this all happened inside my private Facebook group, which you're welcome to join. The link is in uh, the show notes. Um, but we used this month as kind of a reset. So I feel like September is like this transition month, right? So we're done with summer. And we're not quite to like the holiday fall season, but we're in this like period of transition, right? We're getting back to, you know, I use air quotes here, normal schedule. The kids are coming back to school. We're getting back into work routines. And so it's kind of this transition period where I feel like it's the best time to start a reset, right? Just to kind of reset everything, recalibrate. And that's what I wanted to use this month for. And so in this four-part wellness series, we talked all about doing just that. And I gave all of the tools to reclaim your health, your energy, your vitality. And we used the month to dive into four aspects of your health and wellness so that you can know your body, repair your body, nourish your body, and nurture the body. And we used each week to focus on each one of those. And <clears throat> throughout this series, I talked about so many things about your health. So in week one, we put a focus on the five facets of wellness and how to set the foundation of a healthy body and a healthy life. In week two, I talked about repairing your body. We talked all about digestion and energy and cravings and how to eat for all of those things. A ton of tangible tips for you. And that week and week three, we talked about nourishing your body, what it means to nourish the body, not only the body, but nourishing the mind and kind of putting the whole holistic wellness equation together. And then week four was all about nurturing the body. And this is kind of this continuous path in your wellness journey, what that looks like and what it means. And in week four, I have this huge, exciting announcement that I can't wait to share with you. So I'm going to post all of these this week. You're going to get week one through four with my extra special announcement coming on week four that you'll definitely want to take advantage of. So enjoy this four week series. I did this all via Facebook. So you'll hear me kind of conversing with the people um, that showed up live and answering any questions that they had. So y'all enjoy and just take this time to get back to Health. Let's jump in. Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be, into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pujaza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Especially in our four-week series, Back to School, Back to Health. And in this four-week series, which is happening all month long in September, I'm going to be helping you um, revitalize your health, find the best, find your best health, energy, vitality, all of those things covering four different aspects of your health and your wellness and um, learning about those each week. So this week in week one, we're talking about knowing your body. And we are looking at basically starting with the basics because it doesn't matter what methodology or fad or whatever that you try, it's not gonna work if you haven't, if you haven't, um, you haven't tackled the basics, right? So I'm going to pull my notes up here so that I make sure I don't leave anything out. But I want to cover a few things here. And then for all of you who are signed up, 
um, you're going to get a replay for those of y'all who can't watch it live. And then you're going to get a PDF with all of this that I'm talking about here. So you can see it for yourself and um, kind of get started with everything. So starting with the basics here, I'm talking about what I call the five facets of wellness. And these are the areas that are the foundation of Ultima Health. So you have to address these before addressing anything else. Because if these are out of whack, nothing else that you do is really going to matter. And these are like the basics, right? This isn't any, this isn't rocket science. This isn't anything that you don't already know. But, um, but intentionally approaching these aspects really is what we're talking about. So let's, I'll, I'll list them off here. And then in the PDF, I've got lots of tips, some links to different things and ways to um, kind of tackle these a little easier. So the first facet is water and easy, right? Everybody knows you should drink water, but Honestly, I cannot tell you how many clients that I've had that, you know, I ask them about their water intake and they tell me something like just horrendously low. And all I do is tell them to start drinking more water. And it, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like, like real changes. It's, it's crazy. I'm, I'm talking digestion and skin and sleep and all of these things that you don't think about has to do with water and it totally does. It helps improve digestion and circulation, healthy joints, energy metabolism, all of the bodily processes that go on in your body have to have water and they have to have enough water, right? So my recommendation is because, you know, people ask, well, how much water should I drink? It really is honestly going to depend on you, your body type, your height, your weight, your activity level. Um, are you on medications? It depends on a lot of things, but general rule of thumb, I tell um, women to aim to get at least three liters a day, which is about a hundred ounces a day. Um, if you sweat a lot throughout the day, if you're super active, if you work out a lot, then you probably want to drink more. <clears throat> but aiming for that three liters is really going to be crucial and getting you to that like base level where it's like, really making improvements in your health. Um, it's also helpful to eat hydrating fruits and veggies, fruits and veggies that are full of water. And in the PDF that you're going to get in your email, I have a list of those, some of the most hydrating fruits and veggies, because that's really just going to amplify this. Because not only are you getting the hydration, you're getting the water that's in these, but you're getting tons of vitamins and minerals and antioxidants that's just going to like boost that to the next level. So facet number one is water. Facet number two is fruits and veggies. Speaking of fruits and veggies, um, but these are really... Um, foundational for your health as well because like I just mentioned you're getting you know hydrating the hydration quality of 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 um plants but then you're also getting the vitamins the minerals the fiber the antioxidants um all of those things wrapped up in these fruits and veggies so my recommendation is to get at least three servings of each three servings of fruit three of veggies every day so that's like six servings total and then in your PDF, I have, because you're like, what is a serving? In your PDF, I have it, just some examples broken down for you so you can see like what you're looking at in terms of servings as a fruit and of veggies. And I know some of y'all are thinking right now, like, oh, I don't want to eat a lot of fruit because there's sugar in it. Because I get that all the time. Like, oh, well, I know I shouldn't eat a lot of fruit. Fruit's healthy, y'all. <laughs> I don't want to be the one to tell you, but I'm telling you, fruit is good for you. And yes, fruit has sugar. And some fruits have more sugar this, than others. And for people who are sensitive to sugars, like those who are diabetic, like, yeah, maybe we need to look at certain kinds of fruit that are better to eat than others. But the thing is, even though fruit has sugar, eating an apple that has natural sugar is not the same thing as eating, like, a chocolate chip cookie, right, that has sugar. 
because the apple that you're eating has fiber. Fiber slows digestion. Fiber slows that blood sugar spike. So you're getting the fiber. So yes, while you are getting sugar in your fruit, you have the fiber to help back it up. So it slows things down and it's not the same effect on your blood sugar as a chocolate chip cookie. All right. So just want to get that out there before y'all are like, oh, I can't eat fruit. Because um, I know I'm going to hear it. I hear it from people all the time that are afraid to eat fruit. It's terrible. Fruit is good for you. I hate hearing that. People are afraid to eat fruit. It's good for you. Eat fruit. Okay. Facet number three is sleep. Um, of course, we know we need sleep, right? But kind of like water, where I just feel like it's this underestimated part of your health. Like we just underestimate the importance of it. And I know you feel it when you don't get enough sleep, you feel it. But but it's those unseen things that really affect your health, the unseen effects, right? Sleep is when your body repairs and recovers. And study after study shows that getting less than seven hours of sleep on average per night increases so many things. Your risk of of high blood pressure and heart attacks and strokes and obesity and depression and anxiety and decreased brain function, sorry, alerts, um, increased memory loss, weakened immune system, low fertility rates, uh, mental and psychiatric disorders. There's so many increased risks from not getting enough sleep because your body's not getting that time that it needs to repair. Your brain and your muscles, your body need that time to repair. And your body needs that time to like shift out of the brain waves that you're in during the day to allow everything to just re reset. So needless to say, your body needs sleep. So that's facet number three because it's so important for your health. And honestly, that's something else too that people, I, I've had, actually have, I've had a couple clients that have come to me because they're like, I just, I really can't sleep. Like, I just can't. And you know, with some changes in their diet and the right supplements, you know, we get them where they need to be. And it's like, I mean, it's, it's incredible changes that they feel to their body from me to and not just like, oh, I don't feel tired anymore, but just incredible changes to their health um, and their well-being just from getting adequate sleep. So um, in the PDF that I have that you're getting, um, I have kind of some things to look at when you're tracking your sleep. And this can be something you just do like in your head, or you can write it down in a journal if you really want to track your sleep and kind of see um, where you are in terms of ideal sleep and things that you want to look at to make sure that you're getting the sleep your body needs. All right. So that's fast number three. Fast number four is exercise, which of course we know exercise is important. Exercise is what builds healthy and strong bones and muscles. It builds healthy blood and oxygen. It clears your lymphatic system. It helps um, detox the body. It boosts your immune system, improves your mental health. There's so many benefits to exercise. And, um, and it's really important. And, and when I say exercise, it, it doesn't have to be anything like formal, unless you want it to be. Of course it can, but it, it doesn't have to be like, you know, you go to a yoga class or you go to the gym. It can be anything. It can, you can take a walk. You can ride your bike. You can go for a hike. Um, anything that requires you to move physically is exercise. So my recommendation is to get at least 45 minutes of exercise four times a week, four times a week with at least one of those being high intensity. And this is like a conversation for a whole other day, but I really do think that your body needs at least one high intensity session week. And this is all like relative, right? Like your high intensity session may not be the same as mine or the same as, you know, your partner's or whatever. So high intensity just means something that's like getting you out of breath and giving you a really good sweat um, for most of the workout, right? So that's something that's really gonna help build a strong and healthy heart, really helps with circulation. It helps with healthy, strong muscles and bones. So I do like to have at least one of those be a high intensity session. So that's um, facet number four, which is exercise. Facet number five is mindfulness. And we're gonna get deeper into this in week three. 
but for today or for this week, just kind of the basics of mindfulness. And now, because you can't talk about a healthy body and total well-being without talking about the mind. It's all one and the same. Your body and your mind are the same. And you can't have one without the other. And, and that's the piece that we forget a lot of times. And, and I, I do think that more and more we're seeing that with um, mental health being something we talk about more. And it's not as like taboo as it once was to talk about. And people are more open talking about mental health um, and, and incorporating that mindfulness piece and the importance of it to mental health and to physical health. Um, more and more people are, you know, meditating and so I think it's catching on, but I think it's something that we overlook many times because we think like you don't get those physical benefits, right? You don't get the physical part like fitting into your skinny jeans like you do after your spin class or whatever, right? It's, it's not the physical things that we're looking at. So it's, I think a lot of times that's what we push aside is the things that we can't see the physical benefits of, right? You're not getting to see the external transformation, which is fun. It's great. It's good. But, but those unseen things help just as much, if not more, for real though. And this mindfulness piece is really important. So when I talk about mindfulness, this isn't anything, like I'm not talking any woo-woo stuff here. And it can totally be woo-woo because I'm all about the woo-woo, but it doesn't have to be. So mindfulness, and I'll give you some examples. And, and again, in week three, we're really going to dive deeper into this, but I'm talking about things. Well, first, let me back up. So mindfulness, the reason it's important, it helps relieve stress. It can treat heart disease. It can lower your blood pressure, reduce chronic pain, improve sleep, alleviate digestive issues. It can build healthier and younger cells, um, which stays off aging. I think that's a good benefit. Um, it helps build a, uh, build a healthy immune system. There's so many benefits to mindfulness. And it really can be anything that gets you out of your head and into your body, right? Anything, it, quieting the mind, focusing inward, whatever that means for you. Again, it doesn't have to be anything weird. You don't have to sit and meditate unless that's something you want to do, which I love meditation and I recommend it to everybody. But if that's not something you want to do, then there's other ways to do it. This could be as simple as sitting and deep breathing. This could be sitting outside on your patio and just being out in the outdoors. It can be taking a walk around the block. It can be sitting in silence or making a gratitude list or journaling or prayer, whatever that means to you of getting out of your head, silencing the thoughts in your head and focusing inward, that's what mindfulness is. And that's where you get, that's where you get the benefits. So it's taking time to be intentional about, about mindfulness so that it's, it's an intentionality, right? It's, you know, anybody can just sit and be quiet, right? But it's being intentional about it and taking intentional time to do that. And if, if you're not used to doing it, it can be weird, right? Cause you're like, I don't know what to do. So the things that I listed in your PDF, I have a list of those. Just start small and do whatever feels like most normal. I'm all about you getting out of your comfort zone, but if getting out of your comfort zone is going to prevent you from, from, from practicing mindfulness, then then just do something that feels good and feels comfortable and feels not weird. Um, whatever that means for you. And then you can just kind of grow from there, right? The more you get into it and I can like guarantee this, like for sure, like 100% positivity that once you start and you really get into like a routine and your body and your mind are used to it, you are going to crave it. It's going to be like, oh my gosh, if I could just sit and be quiet and be still for like five minutes, like your body's going to crave it. So um, that's my spiel on mindfulness, but that's fasting number five. And we are going to go deeper into week three. So I don't want to, I don't want to get too much into it and go down the rabbit hole because I could talk about it forever. Um, but 
get started with something small this week. So in your PDF, take a look at the examples that I have. Pick one that feels good for you. Feel, uh, pick one that feels normal. I don't like to use that word, but I know if, if I talk to me, especially people who are like super high energy and they're not used to sitting still, it's, it's, like, it's like torture, right? Just asking them to sit still. So, which is why I say, if there's one that works better for you, read the examples in the PDF and find one that, that works for you. So yeah, that's the five facets of wellness. Everybody who's hopping on, hello. Um, that's the five facets of wellness and that's what we're focusing on this week. It's literally, you are starting with the basics and that's what you're doing this week. I want you to hone in on these five that I have here. I'm gonna send out an email right after this with the replay and with the PDF with all the things listed out and um, how you can get started like now. Um, honing in on these because again, if you're not starting with the basics, if you're not starting with this foundation, Anything else that you do, it, it, it's just not even going to be worth it, right? You have to start with basics. So let me know if you have any questions in the comments. And um, let me know if any of these resonate with you. If any of this is um, like, yeah, I need to do that for sure. I haven't been doing that. I haven't been focusing on that. Let me know. And um, I'll send you all the goodies in your email here um, shortly in your inbox. And um, I'll send um, a couple other emails this week to kind of keep you motivated as you launch this wellness series. And then I'll see y'all back here in the group for week two next week. All right. See y'all later. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I can know how to provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics you'd like to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza, or you can visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.